There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh, and I'm with Jim Price here. Jim Price, how are you doing? Good morning, folks, or good afternoon. Hey, happy lunch hour. It's good to see you guys, Josh. You Thank you so said much. Good morning uh, again. Jeez, man. It's, I it's, know. It's, it's, it's <laughs> afternoon there. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I did that to uh, someone. It was like 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock. Hey, good morning. It was like, oh, I'm a little late, aren't I? But that's all right. <laughs> it's the good intention that, the, uh, that the, was put forth. A lot like. Um, you know, Uncle Barry and Uncle Joe, you know, they both extended their classification or declassification skills to each other. So, you know, that's a thing. Just ask Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. She's an expert on declassification of documents. She'll tell you all about it. Apparently. <laughs> well, what does she say specifically? What, what is this about Whoopi? Well, she, she, in her brilliance, you know, she's such a great orator. She really has been able to really move the, you know, the the, uh, the society in one direction or another. She has said now that Obama, Uncle Barry, had uh, extended the umbrella of the uh, president's authority to declassify to uh, to the uh, potato in chief we have now, and that even though he had documents during in his possession now, while he was a senator, that way, I that was like, he was a senator. Who had declassified? But anyway, Uncle Barry, is, it's fine. And and the fact that Donald Trump was flushing down classified, flushing down um, doc, classified documents in the toilet during the raid shows Trump's guilt. Her words, <laughs> not mine. He was flushing information down the toilet during the raid. Okay. Yes. I, I, I yeah. That was. That. This is stuff that we just didn't know in the general public. That right. That Whoopi <laughs> has access to. You you know it's funny yeah. too because I'm I'm looking at some of the things that she said here. She said, uh, presidents and vice presidents can declassify these documents, not with their brains, she declared, mocking <laughs> former President Donald Trump, despite making the same argument on behalf, uh, Biden's behalf. You have to go. There is something that uh, you, uh, you have to go through before it's declassified. And she's right. Mm. And yeah. so she's right to a degree, because here's the thing. The vice president has no authority. Right. Okay, the vice president has no authority to do that. The president actually does, and the president basically has to make a declaration to public. That, that's all he right. has to do, and this is under the Presidential Records Act. So the president of the United States, if he wants to declassify something, so let's say right. he's talking, and he's like, hey, we got this photograph, and look at this cool photograph, and he shows it, and it's a classified photograph. At that moment, that photograph is declassified because he decided with intent to show it to the public. That, that's all that needs to happen. Now, Donald Trump, specifically pertaining to the documents at Mar-a-Lago, uh -huh. September uh -huh. 6, 2020, he put out a tweet. I hereby declassify as president of the United States all documents pertaining to the crossfire hurricane, Russia, Russia, Russia collusion in the Hillary Clinton email case. What? On December 20th, 2020, he put another tweet out there uh -huh. saying, I as president, this is a tweet. I, as president, right. have declassified all the documents pertaining to Crossfire Hurricane, pertaining to the Russia-Russia collusion hoax, pertaining to the FISA warrants, blah, 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 blah. He did it twice. But what so about he, the email chains between the archive, National Archive and him and his lawyers where they, he had already declassified it while still in office, and then they had a copy of what he had a hot copy of, and yet that's 
I mean, Whoopi knows so much more. We should get her on the show. I mean, I think I she would be she, a fantastic she be, guest. She would be able to tell us exactly what's happening I mean, here. It, the it's learning just funny would... to look at the, the views dialogue between this. <laughs> She's saying it's that. It's so it, broken. It's she so goes, broken. it has to be true for Trump and for Biden. So for President Biden to be able to declassify something, there has to be evidence he did, in fact, declassify it. And they point Biden hasn't even claimed that. Well, guess what? He can't declassify it. He's vice president. <laughs> vice president. During the time when he was vice president, he did not have the authority to declassify any documents. He would have to go through a standard declassification procedure of mm-hmm. basically sending it to the originating agency. They have the ability to retract parts of that document. There is a whole process within our federal government that goes through um, federal documents that mm-hmm. does this. Then it goes to a board. Then it goes to a board, and this board gets the vote and actually starts to distribute it publicly or put it into the um, the National Archives. Right. And here's the thing is Biden never did that. But we're also – did you see this? This That's is it. kind of interesting. I, I want to I, I put this out there because we're talking about classified documents. Did Hunter Biden receive classified information on Ukraine from Joe Biden, then email the top secret information to business partner Devin Archer? Oh, no, because it go. was declassified. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just so, going off of Whoopi's uh, observations. It was, I was do. I mean, it's the the blanket effect, on. right? Listen wow, to this. Wow. So Joe Biden stored top secret files with the sensitive compartmentalized information skiff designation at the Pence Biden skiff designation. In, yeah. So Holy it's, crap. It, so it's it, TSSEI. So SCI. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's so a big it, deal. It's a real big deal because it means that that SEI information should not have been out of a skiff or out of the storage area. But this is at the Biden Center. Okay, these were found on November 2nd. Lawyers discovered more classified documents at his home, next to his garage and his Corvette and inside of his home. Additional documents stored in Biden's library were discovered on January 12th and again on January 20th. Hunter Biden had access to the garage where the Bidens uh, stored some of the classified documents. The documents discovered at Biden's private office and home are related to Ukraine, Iran, China, and the United Kingdom. According to emails uncovered from the laptop from hell, Hunter Biden sent his business partner, Devin Archer, a very detailed email on Ukraine on the 13th of April, 2014. Just one week before Joe Biden visited Ukraine to meet with then Prime Minister um, Yatsenyuk, it appears Hunter Biden was emailing Devin Archer information he received from a briefing from his father, Joe Biden, or directly from top secret documents. A curiously well-informed email about Ukraine, Russia, and the UK on Hunter Biden's laptop is the thread that links the president's classified document scandal to the Delaware federal investigation into his son's foreign business dealings. And this is coming from uh, New York Post Miranda Devine. She says, one striking email during this period stands out. It was from Hunter to Archer on April 13, 2014, a week before Joe Biden visited Ukraine to meet the prime minister and refers to my guy's upcoming travel. For Hunter, it was uncharacteristically long email listing 22 points about Ukraine's political situation with detailed information about the upcoming election and predicting an escalation of Russia's destabilization campaign, which would lead to a full-scale takeover of the eastern region, most critically Donetsk. The strategic value is to create a land bridge from RU to Crimea. That won't directly affect Burisma Holdings, but it will limit future UK exploration and utilization of offshore opportunities in particular. It will also result in further destabilization of UK nationally 
and for whatever governor is in power. And the U.S. will respond with even stronger sanctions. So sanctions will threaten the tenuous support of the EU, which does not have the political will to incur steep energy prices. In point mm. 22, Hunter instructed Archer to buy a burner phone, presumably to keep their conversations private. <laughs> buy a cell phone from the 7-Eleven or CVS tomorrow. I'll do the same. And so th- this is this is interesting because basically what this is outlining is that the classified documents that were mm-hmm. found at the Penn Center containing information on Ukraine, Russia, the UK was exactly the same information that Hunter Biden was sending in email to his business partner in Ukraine, Devin Archer, which was intelligence given to Burisma from the U.S. federal government, which was classified. If this is the wow. truth, if this is the case, this is, this is treason. This, yeah. is, this is bad. This is well, really, really bad for the Biden family. You know how chain of command stuff works. We both are military. We both have this background. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, there's a lot of things that had to happen for you to even get into the skiff to be able to see that document. But who lost custody of that? Who should have been maintaining that custody on the quote unquote uh, bureaucracy side of things? Where did? There's a lot of breakdowns here. There's that's a there's a that, it's not just like oh crap I didn't mean to I meant to put this back. I mean that's not how that works. There is a chain of command for this. There's signatures. There's documentation. There's all this stuff and how long? I mean there's. So to say this was mistakenly just emailed around the world wildly, no, that doesn't go. It doesn't work. (laughs) Well, and to say it's mistakenly left at that place, oh, you know, it just – here's the thing. Mistakenly? For anybody out there, if you're Mm. president or vice president, you have a chief of staff, which is basically by your side everywhere you go except for when you're in the potty um, or sleeping in your bedroom, okay? Right. Second, and a lot of times they're just outside the door. So correct, in, in that that <laughs> chief of staff has an organized staff, okay, mm-hmm. of people. One of those is an intelligence analyst who basically is the the president's intelligence director. This person is going to give the president all their classified briefings, all these different types of things. And typically, you, you have multiple ways that this can do it. Is In the morning, the president or the vice president will have a various intelligence briefings. This will come usually from one person, but in the room, you'll have all the sources of where that intelligence came from, and that'll be given to the president. The president will be given a copy of this information. The vice president, too, will be given a copy of this information. After that mm-hmm. briefing is done, they collect those documents from the president. Mm-hmm. He can't keep them unless he declares they're declassified as the president. Sir, has the give them to back. Do. That's no, right. Sir, give, sir, them back. Give, them, give them back. Come on. You can't put them back to the Corvette. Come on. That's right. <laughs> they take them back and they put them back in the classification. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Joe Biden must have gotten briefings on this while at Delaware in his house in Delaware. Here's the right. problem is the Penn Center was not there back then. Mm-hmm. So that means that those documents were brought into there, at least from what I'm seeing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Either way, mm-hmm. either way, someone left those documents there purposely, intently. It's not like Joe Biden carries a folder around with classified documents to review later, like you see in the movies and TV shows. It doesn't work that way. Joe Biden can't go to, you know, the CIA and go, hey, I need to check out you know, TSSCI file one through 10 and, and hand those over and I'm going to review I'll them. Get and I'll them bring back them back to you. It's tomorrow. not like a library book, right? <laughs> yeah, you, get, like, you get the little stamp. Here's my classification like, card. <laughs> yeah. no, it, it doesn't work that way. I forgot to return that back when I was 12. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be right back with more Dr. Light Show. 
world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skincare, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Everybody's got something to hide for me and my All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. And, and Jim, we have some breaking news here. This is, uh, this is just incredible. Breaking news. Breaking news. We're coming in to you live from... That's right. Where we come so in live from. Classified documents have now been found at former Vice President Mike Pence's house. The FBI and the no. Justice Department have launched a review. This is right. Discovered no. about a dozen documents marked as classified at Pence's Indiana home last week. He has turned those classified records over to the FBI. Multiple sources familiar with the matter have told... Um, the, uh, the, 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 well, CNN, I didn't want to say their name, but the FBI, the Justice Department, National Security Division have launched a review of the documents and how they ended up in Pence's house in Indiana. You know what this looks like? You know what this looks like? This looks like a, a mitigation, a mitigation uh, of uh, severity, right? Like Joe Biden. Oh Oh, my God. Everybody does it. Oh, but now Pence. Oh, oh, well, you know, it it just happens. And, And this is Pence. This was Trump's vice president. Well, that's, you know, because Trump, orange man, bad. This is, guys, okay, so here's what we're going to have now. We're going to have a flow of, you know, Walter Mondale coming out as a senator saying, well, I have classified documents. Out of nowhere, we'll have, I don't know why he keeps popping up in my head. I think he's going to come back around for some reason. Is he dead? He's still alive, isn't he? I don't know if Mondale's Mondale? alive or not. 
Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Is he still alive? Yeah, Mandela. <laughs> uh, we'll bring in the facts to you he here. Is, he is he is dead <laughs> as of 2021. Oh wow! So oh my yeah, my yeah. condolences to the Mondale family and their uh, top secret documents they Fritz. still have in their possession. Fritz Mondale. <sighs> Man, there right, were so, the days, right? You yeah. know, Go this ahead. has been an interesting day so far. We're we're on Tuesday, right? And oh, uh, it is so, a busy week. <laughs> yeah. We got we got classified document fury occurring all right. around this country. We have uh, this is this is very very interesting here. I wanna I wanna uh, put this out there real quick. I gotta okay. pull up the article. It's right there. We had multiple shootings this last few days. Over fifty four people dead in um, shootings throughout the country. Uh, three mm-hmm. of those shootings were directly in California, and it's not that. The United States has a gun problem. It sounds like California, Chicago have a gun problem. That that's kind of what I'm feeling here. Well, were these done with those assault pistols that, that we now have uh, reclassified as a uh, semi-automatic assault pistols? Right. Well, is this, yeah. Is this the new? <laughs> well, did you see that article about the uh, the M11 nine um, millimeter Uzi that uh, the uh, the guy the the Asian guy in California used? Is they're Uh-oh. they're coming out saying that this can shoot rounds in rapid succession and it needs to be banned. It's banned in all the other first world countries around the world. All the other first world countries in the world don't have guns. They're all banned. Right. And yeah, this is nothing like... more than a semi-automatic pistol. It doesn't now, me, shoot in rapid succession. Here. You said this this the net the model of this gun. Well, they didn't invent this yesterday. This thing's been around for decades. Right. So it's it, not it, it mimics new. an Uzi. It mimics an Uzi, right. but it's not an Uzi. That's that's the <laughs> that's the thing. Is it's not an Uzi. It's just a nine millimeter pistol. Um, oh. Well, so, Kane used a rock, so we got to outlaw those two. So that's a whole thing. Hey, do you know why uh, why uh, why God didn't love Kane? <laughs> Go ahead. He wasn't able. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hope that gives uh, somebody some joy today. Um, then, then also today, the doomsday clock has been set 90 seconds to midnight, the closest it's, it's ever been. To oh, I saw that. I was like, I was expecting something real. I was like, oh, you got me. This sucks. Like, this is not a real thing. <laughs> it's not a real thing. It's just some people standing in front of a clock that make yeah. their uh, their own interpretation of it. Oh, um, we. I'm telling you, we got to make up some really the, the fair one. Oh. Do we want to talk about? Uh, there's an app for that. We want to go there. An app for what? Well, hundreds of migrants are being released in the United States weekly by scheduling appointments at the United States-Mexico border through President Joe Biden's mobile app. <laughs> oh, you got to be kidding me! Are you are you reading this from somewhere? Uh, no, yeah, the app known as the Customs and Border Protection One CBP. Uh, one entices foreign nationals living in Mexico who are pregnant, mentally ill. What? Wait, hold on. Mentally ill, elderly, disabled, homeless, or crime victims to schedule an appointment with agents at the border in hopes of being released into the American communities. Wow. <sighs> Figures well, published by the CKPBS San Diego show that foreign nationals in Mexico are flocking to the app. <laughs> well, I bet they would. 
It's like, oh, I want to swipe. Don't worry, your government is listening to their conversations. Your government is recording and tracking everything that they're doing. (laughs) Swipe right on America. It's like a Tinder app or something. I want to go to. I like America. I hope they swipe right too. You know what is that? Like what is? So the doomsday clocks at ninety seconds of midnight, and one of the main reasons is Russia. Those Ruskies. They're a threat to us all. I'm telling you right now, if CNN hates uh, Putin, he's my bud. So I'm just going to let you know. Uh, the enemy I have of my disease. enemy is my friend. But here's the thing: is uh, Russian warships with unstoppable 7,000 mile per hour hypersonic missile is sailing mm-hmm. towards the U.S. and soon will be in strike range. The guy. When you say frigate, sail, did Admiral... they put like the the big sails up with the no, the Russian no, flag it, on it? And... They're, they're diesel turbines. But uh, oh, the guided okay. missile frigate Admiral. <laughs> Gorshkov has been right. closely monitored by NATO navies and its maiden voyage armed with the um, the Zykron weapon system. Mm-hmm. And uh, the unconfirmed Russian channel has said that it's spotted on radar neutral waters in the Atlantic Ocean on an effective sample launch distance from the, uh, the U.S. coast. The nuclear-capable Mach 9 missiles have been reported range of 625, missile, uh, 625 miles. Um, it comes mm-hmm. after the Russian Navy intercepted the Gorshkov as it sailed through the English Channel earlier this month. Most recently, the Russian vessel was tailed by the Portuguese Navy, and the Atlantic was expected to sail around the Horn of Africa. The radar monitoring site suggests that the Gorshkov made an unexpected diversion, but is now headed. Um, it's now passing the Azores and heading into the vicinity of the United States. Uh, the it, hunt for it, Red it, October. Right. It has to stay a certain level away from the United States. But this is interesting because this is strategic defense planning. And right. being prior military, prior neighbor, Navy, is that right. if that frigate, by the way, frigates are sub-hunters, right? right. Frigates are sub-hunters, but that frigate also has massive capabilities. If that frigate is within 800, 900 miles of the United States waterline. Right. That is a strategic military point. And they're doing it as backup cover for submarines with nuclear cable submarines. And right. so, which means that they're already in the water in the Atlantic under close to the United States seaboard. Um, right. You know, listen, we are in dire times right now. There's a lot of crazy things happening. Um, you know, we, we can't sit here and expect that the, the world's just going to slow down because uh, a few people are corrupt. I think that many multi, uh, multinational states, I think that the what we would call the cabal, this group of elitists who believe that they own and rule the world. I think all these different factions are moving to secure power through their own accord. And a few of them are right. working together. And then you have countries like Russia and China working together. You have the, the World Economic Forum globalists working together. And they're like, they're infiltrated within multiple governments. So they're like the deep state movement, one aspect of the deep state. Then you have the Chinese deep state that's infiltrated. And I think right. that everybody's moving to secure everybody else and moving against everybody else. They don't want a seat and, at the table then, right? At the end of right. the day, they want, it's like musical chairs. When music stops, everybody wants a chair, right? You know, this is one of the theories that I had for a long time about Donald mm-hmm. Trump is that we talk about seats at the table. And, and this is a real legitimate thing for everybody out there um, who's wondering how the structure of the, the, the global elite works is think about it in the sense that they have a board of directors. 
Mm-hmm. And so the board of directors is the global cabal that oversees kind of everything that's happening on the planet. They have a chairman. Who knows who that chairman is? Um, they have a chairman. But each country, in a sense, or each faction is represented at that table. And they all have their own right. chairman that is represented at that table. Um, I believe that Donald Trump negotiated a seat at that table. Really? I do. I, I seriously hmm. do. And if he and if he did, which I do think he did, then it makes right. sense why he has stances on certain positions, like the shoddy shot shot, why he's yep. bringing Lindsey Graham in there, why he does play rhino politics, all these other things. Right. Well, and it makes more sense if you really, you, you can't walk away from the, the impact he still has. I was seeing some people put out a poll that's like, well, do you want to see Donald Trump run? Do you want to see DeSantis or others? I'm like, guys, how how – who else would you want to get back in there as president and watch the scorched earth? I mean, literally the scorched earth of what this man would want to do to create uh, the exposure of all the things that we, we, we know are out there. I, I would say that absolutely, 100%, we want a guy like him with his intelligence, but also with that fire inside of him to say, let's do this. But again, like you're saying, there's the... There's a seat at the table effect, right? And and there's obviously an impact there. Right. And this is also interesting. We'll talk about it after the break because there's a, there's an E.T. connection to this. And we'll talk about this after really? the We'll be right back with more uh, Dark Light Show. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Back to the Dark Delight show. Back. And I said, I said that right there, I was going to make a connection to that global table stuff. This is interesting. Right. I was doing an interview uh, a few years back, and mm-hmm. uh, my guest is uh, was Dr. Michael Sala. And Dr. Michael Sala is the founder of exopolitics.org. And good dude, really good dude, really well researched, but you know. You have to use discernment when you look at this type of information when you're dealing with stuff that proclaims to be extraterrestrial or alien or any of this stuff, right? Right. right. And I feel that a lot of the sources he uses are are BS, that they're not legitimate. But some of the people that come to him are, right? And uh, he was telling us that that Donald Trump had been given a seat at this table, okay? okay? And this is because he had met with the Galactic Federation, and the, seriously, like this is this is what we were told that he was met with the Galactic Federation and mm-hmm. a group of aliens that uh, are that have a federation of, of planets within the solar within this galaxy. Sounds and very they came Star Trek ish. Right. Very Star Trek ish. And right. that they came down, they met with Trump and they kind of said, OK, well, you are one of the leaders of this planet and you, you have a seat at that table and. They they mm-hmm. made it clear to everybody. This is why Trump. He claims that why Trump is protected, but um, that Trump wanted them. To, and he met with them in September of 2019, I think it was. But he wanted wow. them to uh, to reveal themselves to the world. <laughs> Sorry, I was being a twelve. Yeah, he he wanted he wanted the whole world to know. And this is one of the remember when remember in um sorry it was 2020. You remember in 2020 he did the. Uh, the interview with Don Jr. in July, and then he said something big is going to be announced in September, October timeframe. We got something right, big right. coming, and yeah. it never happened. 
And this was mm-hmm. supposed to be this announcement that there are extraterrestrials and there are aliens and UFOs and that they've met with them and that there is a treaty out there with this. And what happened is is that he basically the aliens, the Galactic Federation came back and said, No, no, humanity's not ready. You guys have too many internal problems. Figure this stuff <laughs> you out. You guys before. screwed up. Right. But this you is interesting because this is like, okay, this is a really wild, fascinating story, right? And this is like, this right. is October, mm-hmm. November that, of 2020 that Michael Salas tell me this. Mm-hmm. In December of 2020, right. former Israeli space security chief, oh, okay? I this guy. former general yeah. Haim yeah. Ashad, former head of Israel, Israeli's defense ministry, space director. Right. This is like the head of NASA in the United States. Okay. Yeah, he did that tell-all interview, right? That's right. He came out there. He's a respected professor, a retired general, okay, said that right. aliens were equally curious about humanity and were seeking to understand the fabric of the universe. Okay, that's one thing. He said that um, Earth, Earth has been in contact with extraterrestrials from the Galactic Federation. Right. He also said that there is an agreement between the U.S. government and the aliens, a signed contract with us to do experiments here. He added that President Donald Trump was aware of the extraterrestrial's existence and had been on the verge of revealing the information, but was asked not to in order to prevent mass hysteria. They have been waiting until today for humanity to develop and reach a stage where they will understand, in general, what space and spaceships are, referring to the Galactic Federation. And so the White House has obviously denied this, but... He yeah. also comes out and says that Donald Trump met with the Galactic Federation. Now, this right. is interesting because it validated what I was hearing. From the other guy. Different from the source. other guy before this ever happened, before this right. guy who is a legitimate source. And then, then you got to go to like um, well, um, Canada's. Well, touch, they become reality. Right. Well, how about this? Is, do you remember uh, Paul Hellyer? For people who don't know right. Paul Hellyer out there, um, Canada's defense minister. This would be like the secretary of defense in the United States was a guy by the name of Paul Hellyer back in the 1980s. And he came out in the two thousands during the disclosure project and said, there's nine races of aliens that we're aware of, of alien beings that we're aware of that we've been in contact with that the, the United States earth has a treaty with them. Right. And that there's, there's some very, very bad ones out there. And there's a few that we work with that, um, like that really want to help us. (laughs) And uh, I mean, this isn't the I mean, and look, I don't take like when it comes to like, you know, Air Force E5 or Navy E5 guy coming out saying I saw this or I saw that. I take it because I mean, I was an E5 in the Navy. I saw and had various types of experiences. I know that they were real. Right. Right. But for me to validate that and legitimize it. No, it, it's just it, it's right. incredibly difficult to do that. But for somebody who's high ranking, a a general officer, um, someone who was in, you know, the Joint Chiefs of Staff or or within that level, um, an astronaut, like uh, right. former military colonel and astronaut Edgar Mitchell. <laughs> right. Just just for example. Yeah. yeah. Edgar Mitchell, Edgar Mitchell, who passed away just a few years ago. Okay, for anybody who doesn't know, he passed away in 2016. Right. All right. He was um, he was the pilot on the uh, Apollo 14. Right. Right. He was what the 13th man on the moon or the the 10th man on the moon. I quit counting. He was also on Apollo 11. Um, 
But Edgar Mitchell is was an amazing human being. He was an um, officer aviator. He was a test pilot for the United States Navy. Um, he became, uh, I mean, he had a, a PhD, but he was, I, I want to say that he was, I want to I get this correct, NASA career. So Mitchell was selected in 66 as NASA's fifth astronaut group. He was assigned to the support crew for Apollo 9, then was designated as backup lunar module pilot for Apollo 10, was placed in rotation the Apollo 13, but his crew switched to Apollo 14, so Commander Alan Shepard, who had been grouped on a grounded medical condition for the Gemini project, could train longer. During Apollo 13 crisis, oh, so the Apollo 13 crisis, Mitchell was part of the Apollo 13 mission operations team um, and was such awarded the Presidential Medal of Freeman, uh, Freedom. Um, he then went on to serve as a lunar module pilot on Apollo 14, landing with Shepard aboard the lunar module on Terrace on February 5th, 1971. Um mm-hmm. And so for so he was on the moon for 43 hours or for 33 hours, collected almost 100 pounds of lunar soil, all this stuff. OK. Wow. So Busy guy. what do you do after, on your weekends? Yeah. Yeah. So after he <laughs> leaves NASA, OK, uh-huh. he goes out there and starts studying extrasensory perception, the paranormal, um, enlightenment, all these types of things. Um. He founded the Institute of Noetic Sciences called IONS, which uh, 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 an acquaintance of mine, Dr. Dean Radin, is the chairman of right now. Um, and, I mean, he worked for – so Annie Jacobson is asserted Mitchell's Mind Science Institute um, was employed by the Central Intelligence Agency as a serpentitious conduit for payments um, to Yuri Geller and a few other people and also was latter um, – organized with SRA International, which was um, basically Stanford Research Initiative. This was Hal Putoff, Russell Targ, um, into Project Stargate, all this type of stuff with remote viewing. But he came out, okay, and talked about his UFO experiences. Now, on Apollo 14, they saw UFOs going to the moon. Not only that is he claims that he saw UFOs while on the moon, lights moving on the horizon on the moon. This is a, this is a well reputed or not reputed, but well-respected gentleman. Okay. Mm -hmm. This guy has no reason to lie. Right. And he came out and said that, that this is real, that they they were on the moon. They were watching us. Well, all the stuff in the artifacts throughout the world, the cave drawings, the the sculptures, the Egyptian stuff, the – I mean all this stuff across the mines and the Incans and all – I mean the consistency of all these things across the globe and then we're over here still going, "Eh, you know, we're just doing this by ourselves. We're just kind of cool that way. We know that we see the genetic codings. We see the DNA manipulation. We're the only thing on earth that can verbally communicate with each other. I mean, there's a lot of things that we have to go. Okay, listen, you got to you got to full stop the idea that, you know, we're it. Like, there's got to, You have to you have to give it consideration, whether you believe it or not. You still got to give it some credence because there's too much out there anymore, especially with technology now. You know, there's so much that we, people are able to record and video and all this other stuff. So it's it's a different thing. So I, I just I wish that we could be more honest about it, but I hate that we have to do the trickle effect. You know, getting the court of public opinion to change their mind or ways about how we think about things. I I agree. And I think that we're coming to that point. It's, it's interesting because if you start looking at a lot of different predictions for the year 2023 from the past, 
Um, a lot of them culminate in 2023 as the year when um, the the federal government and the world basically makes that announcement. Yes, extraterrestrials are real, or they make contact, or or whatnot. So I, I I'm kind of interested in this. I, I love this topic. I'm get, we're getting ready to go to break here, but I want to ask you a quick question. Why is it that Biden was in Delaware again this weekend? I mean, is this guy ever in D.C.? Or I mean, is D.C. I mean, I think he was uh, dropping some documents off. You <laughs> <laughs> try to get, go get the rest of them before they find them. Oh, I, I can't oh, remember where I put them. <laughs> Scratching his head. I don't know where oh, I put them. Check under the bed, Hunter. Why does this house not look familiar to me? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of My Pillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to mypillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. That was a crazy game of poker. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. What house am I in? I don't remember this house. Paul, what are we at? Is that your Corvette or is that my Corvette? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know... Joe Biden's going to travel. You know, it's funny, too. But, so you're saying he was in Delaware this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. 
He got back. How was that possible when the DOJ was there? Well, you know, come on, rules for thee, but not for me. Or maybe they had him there because they're like, Joe, <laughs> we need to know where everything is at, bro. Come on. Well, that's what I'm saying. Going, is, you know, the, the, way the DOJ is going through this house and, 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 you know, it's under massive investigation. Why are they even letting him back in this house? I mean, they wouldn't well, let Donald Whoopi Trump says he's cooperating. So that oh. makes it completely different than Trump. And him and Hunter are in the bathroom, tearing up documents <laughs> and flushing them down the toilet. Can't <laughs> let them find these ones, guys. I'm sorry. I'm having stomach problems. <laughs> So the SEC is uh, reviewing trading activity at the open of the New York Stock Exchange. The market went haywire with dozens of uh, New York Stock Exchange trading halts at the open after what they're calling to be a technical glitch. Uh, this is this is interesting because we have That's companies like normal. Wells Fargo, Morgan Stanley, um, Walmart that all of a sudden had major fluctuations in prices at the beginning of the market. And nobody <laughs> knows why. And they they halted trading. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so Morgan Stanley, Verizon, AT&T, or some of the other ones, and they halted trading. And now they, they say, oh, everything everything's good now. You, you know That's what this normal. was? This was a sell-off. <laughs> this, was the, this was the pop we all knew was going to happen. Well, this, and the, this you know, was the, a, see, the computer has fail-safes. If it goes into a, a tumble, it stops trading. It's an automatic thing. They don't. They right. can't do it manually. It's actually done automation uh, through automation. This well, is yeah, part of their they're system. They're called uh, circuit breakers. But that, yep. that's exactly it, is that this wasn't a glitch. They're going to say it was a glitch. This was a massive institution dumping these stocks. Wow. That's what it After was. closing on Monday, 40, uh, Wells Fargo was at 45.03, and it fell to 38.10 in that little glitch this morning. Before bouncing that's fine. back. Yeah. yeah. Before bouncing back. Yeah, that's like a 30, 20% drop. It's fine. That's normal. <laughs> so the objective would be to go out there and find out who had short positions on all these stocks well, the, at that open. The, <laughs> Wells Fargo is the largest um, home mortgage company basically on earth. And they had a 20% drop in their stock. Come on. Something ain't smelling right. Something ain't smelling the way it should here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgan Stanley dropped from 97 to 84. I mean, these are, not, these are not little, these are not 10 cent drops. <sighs> anyway, that's fine. 15%, it's big, no big deal. You're fine. <laughs> Golly. Haven't we been talking about this? Haven't we talked about some silver and gold stuff there? Uh, something about that? What well, should we yeah, do? we'll have Dr. Kirk Elliott on tomorrow discussing that, and that's uh, getgoldtoday.com. I'm telling you, gold didn't uh, gold went up today, uh, so there you go. I mean, that, I that starts to make a lot more sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> good investment, gold and silver. Um, what, what are your thoughts on the, the debt ceiling increase uh, that the, the Dems and the, the Republicans are, are melting down over? Well, again, this is a, I, I think this is a shiny object. I think this is we're paying attention to all the wrong stuff again. Uh, there are so many other things that we should be looking at, uh, and that is just this is they're trying to show how they're doing the work for us. But remember, we talked we talked about the, for a second yesterday. We said, well, how, how we noticed after the little hurrah for McCarthy that really we've we've fallen down on our face to do nothing again. Back to mm-hmm. politics as usual. And this is one of those politics as usual things. This is the semantics of I'm in, I'm in charge and you're bad and I'm not in charge and you're bad. Whatever. So well, I, I agree. We're looking at uh, the left and the right wing of the same bird. 
And, mm-hmm. and that bird is uh, a pigeon who's been eating McDonald's fries all day long. There's a little yeah. extra weight around its waist, and it's probably going <laughs> to fly out to the ocean one of these days and, and had take its last flight. Yeah, and pollute the waters. Thanks. Thanks, Obama. I mean, or whoever, you know, whatever's running that. There, oh, yeah. So, yeah, we had a, uh, a one point, let's see, a $26 increase in gold at the same time everybody else is taking a dump. So that's fine. It's completely normal. Well, so Janet Yellen said, uh, if Congress failed to raise the debt ceiling by June and predicted irreparable harm to the U.S. economy and the livelihoods of Americans and global financial stability, if that happened, our borrowing costs would increase and every American would see that their borrowing costs would increase as well. On top of that, the failure to make payments that are due, whether it's to bondholders or to Social Security recipients or to our military, would undoubtedly cause a recession in the U.S. economy and could cause a global financial crisis. Wow, look at that. (laughs) <laughs> but wait, I thought this thing happened on Friday that we were all going to die on Friday because it didn't get raised. But she's saying we got till June to do this now. Well, so, if they don't take action before June, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh, you know, the President Biden himself called Republicans fiscally demented. Yeah, <laughs> dude De- with dementia. Demented. Yeah, those are strong De- words. There, partner. Dude with you dementia to- <laughs> calls a whole group of people demented. Uh, you need to pump the hate brakes there, Mr. Dementia, talking about dementia. <laughs> you know, he called them demented. Dr. Demento. Like oh, week. he's Dr. Demento now. That's yeah, what, he, oh, he I called them fiscally Dr. demented Demento. last week for seeking cuts to the federal government's $6.3 trillion annual budgets, which grew by more than 50% when the COVID pandemic hit. Today, the federal government is still pending nearly $2 trillion more than what it spent just before the COVID pandemic. So this is interesting, is the COVID pandemic right. came in, and since then, they've added $2 trillion more to the budget. Why? The pandemic's over. Okay, let's let's get right. back to regular spending. Why do you need two trillion more? Well, this is what they use: is never let a good crisis go to waste. Right. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah, that's a, the tragedy we have to you know build our house upon. Like that is ridiculous. Wow, golly, folks. Well, you know, I mean, we haven't we've we haven't been wrong. I mean, that's. I mean, we may have been a little inaccurate on timing because we, you know, we were trying to plan ahead. But in reality, this stuff is coming hard and fast right now. Well, it is coming hard and fast, and this is unsustainable for any government. I don't care who they are. Even if we had a gold-backed currency, this is still unsustainable. You know, six point yeah. seven trillion dollars. I don't think people truly understand how yeah. much money that actually. Is six point seven you 300 years to call, count to a trillion? Isn't that right? Like three hundred years well, to count a trillion? It's sixty-seven hundred billion. Sixty-seven hundred billion. Yes, sixty-seven. Six point seven trillion. Is oh, but see, it's a hundred hundred billions, and it takes a hundred hundred million to make a billion. <laughs> Well, That's a this, lot of money, man. Right. It, it, this is how much money it is. I mean, if you just think about how much money a billion dollars is, that's a lot of money. Okay? Yeah. A thousand billions is one trillion. Right. All right? A thousand billions is one trillion. Mm-hmm. Sixty, six thousand billions is six trillion. The budget <laughs> is six point seven trillion trillion like i don't what's the think interest people payment can... on that what's the in- what do you how much is that a day like think about that 
how many people, how much of your money that they take a third of your paycheck every month, how much mm -hmm. money do we have to make just to cover that nut on that? You you can't. That's the thing. Is that's why it's a perpetual system of of debt. Is that even with the population of three hundred and fifty million people in this country taking a third of the revenue of every working person? And here's the thing: is the working people are getting less and less. Taking a third mm -hmm. does not even equate to the interest payment. This is the problem. It's not sustainable. Right. But I, I just want well, people like, out there to understand right. six point seven trillion. How right. incredibly large that actually is yeah and we're not and it's gone i mean we have we have flushed it down the toilet seven trillion dollars is not that's not sustainable and why do we need to spend seven trillion dollars if we can't even make seven trillion dollars like what mm -hmm. are we spending it on if we're not even so think about that we're putting that money back into the economy for whatever reason the government's spending the money that means it's being put back in but we don't we're not even putting enough back in to cover what we're Spending back in, right? That's a failed system. All right, well, guys. Thank that's you all guys we have for the so Dr. much. Show. We'll be back with you tomorrow. With another episode of the Dark Delight Show. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.